This is the Scum and Sneak fantasy football show about the LV Dynasty fantasy football league that we are all in. Sneak feels like it's been a while since we've hopped on the old mics. It sometimes, well, now that we're in getting into winter, I feel like the days are turning into confusion days, mm. and so it feels mm. like we haven't we haven't talked for like three weeks. I think that's true. There's actually has been factually more time in between our recordings than normal. So look at look at us just getting there. I don't know. We probably got to cut this. I'm I'm already <laughs> on the rambles. <laughs> the rambles are already spewing. Motion well, it's Tuesday reviews day. We've got some crazy matchup results that we've got to talk about. Before that, was there any real news that came out of the weekend? I don't think anything too major. Uh, Josh Allen, QB1, is dealing with an elbow, uh, UCL sprain type deal. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe miss some time. Maybe he's a little less um, efficient. I don't know. But I don't think it's too nerve-wracking for any Josh Allen managers out there. Uh, yeah, I, I have no fear that he's going to be missing any time. Anything. I don't think any other major injuries. Um, well, we might have Baker Mayfield coming back to quarterback for the Panthers. He came in relief mm-hmm. after P.J. Walker stunk it up through a couple of touchdowns. So, I don't know, maybe have a little back and forth dealio going there. I don't, I don't know if anyone is too, um, besides me, if anyone is too invested in the Panthers offense right now. I do have a league where I have DJ Moore, Terrace Marshall, and Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. So I don't know what I don't know what I'm doing there, but yeah, big Panthers fan, it sounds like. Yeah, I have <laughs> no uh no ramifications there really for anybody. Maybe a DJ Moore owner. Uh, but that's about it. He hasn't even been good except for a couple games anyway. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. We had some injury misses that we're going to monitor, but you know, nothing was like too surprising or was like a late scratch. So we'll see. Um, yeah, let's, let's just get into the rest of the episode then. But first we've got to do a nonsense minute and sneak. It is election day. Have you heard? You know, I am, I'm hearing a few scuttlebutts out there that uh, there is some voting happening around. A few votes being scattered around. But my question to you is, who is your favorite fictional elected official? So TV show, movie, book, whatever it is, someone, you know, we're, we're talking like Harrison Ford as a president in Air Force One or... Anybody from Parks and Rec or Bill Pullman from Independence Day. So that's that's the avenue I'm going. Who do you got? Boy. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to say Taylor Dosey of Stars Hollow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is, is he, what even is he? Is he the mayor? He's part of what uh, they have their like little committee, right? I think he probably is the mayor. He's got to be the town 
town mayor. I'm going to just say that he's the town mayor. I don't know if he was elected or not, but I think he was some sort of official. Oh, I love that answer. I'm going to go Ben Wyatt, but not when he was like a congressman, when he was a young upstart mayor and he um, made Ice Town. (laughs) Yes, in Minnesota. Perfect. I was going to say, no one liked it when he was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the freaking whatever he was the congressman oh that's a good one man i need to do a parks and rec we will rewatch definitely i was looking up um hello <laughs> i was thinking about it and uh yeah it's been too long since i've watched it so i'm gonna hit that soon and i'm watching um what's her name aubrey plaza in white lotus season two right now old april ludgate so that's been that's been on my mind too I hear I saw I saw a little story on the internet about that show. I know Matt had a rant on it a while ago. I haven't watched it yet, but the the story on Yahoo or whatever said like why the male nudity is so important in that show. Oh, it was very important. And I was like, what? <laughs> it got me very motivated to get back in the gym. I'm like, <laughs> oh, just <laughs> that'll do it. That'll send you. All over that'll send you running for the gym. Started doing started doing some V ups on my floor. I need to start doing push-ups and squats and stuff in my office all day long. Yeah, that's I, what we're, we're supposed to do. That, Maybe right? that's the we're supposed to be doing that. I think we've had yeah, we've had that agreement between us what like seven times in the past year that we're gonna do that. All right, I just did two push-ups. There he is. Ooh, <laughs> pumped. Well, guys, if you have a favorite elected official, tell us who you who you're voting for. If you're doing push-ups and sit-ups and squats in your office, flaunt it because uh, kudos on you, but I know none of you are doing that. And, Shnick, let's talk about the matchups. Tuesday Reviews Day. Let's start off, oh, I guess let's start off with the biggest, most fun surprise. Shnick, you took down Hesse. Small margin. Yes, I did. Five points. Off the back of just a monstrous game from Justin Fields, but uh, yeah, Hesse, we've had him. Rank, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here, but had him ranked at four for the longest time. He's currently on a three-game losing streak. Has has run into some tough competition, like two hundred points from Wade, two hundred points from the, either Eric or Brandon or something. So tough skid, but man, look at you sitting at four and five in the midst of the playoff hunt. Was this our second mini upset from last week? Yes, I think it was. Yeah. I mean, I win by five. Justin Fields had an absolute crazy day. I'm still in in, in sleeper. I'm still 10th, so I'm still not that. I'm not jumping up the boards in reality, but four and five. Uh, what can I say? My team is just better than advertised. It's better. It's it's more good than you thought. <laughs> I thought Hesse was going to maybe sneak a win on me last night because Lamar Jackson started running it on that last drive, and I was like, he's going to get it. He's going to do something's going to break here, and he's going to get. He's going to jump jump over me, but uh, it was not to be. Uh, we mentioned it last week, Hesse. Uh, I don't know if we were both on this or not, but I, in my opinion, he's the faller between the middle groups. Yeah, I mean, he just put a bunch of guys up on the trade block, all of his good guys. Um, 
you know, we'll see if there's moves to be made if if people are buying. He is looking to, I think, recover some future assets. He does not own his own pick, so if he's not getting that back, I don't think he can really like fully commit to tearing it down because then you're just giving someone else uh, a really uh, few good picks. But uh, we'll see. Maybe he'll just you know shake it off, flip back. He you know tough stretch here. He didn't have. Uh, Mark Andrews, so um, you know, not out of it yet. Still in sixth, too, in the official ranking. So, but to your point, uh, one thing I wanted to say was, you are four and five, sitting at tenth in the standings. The number four team is Dayson, and he's five and four. So you're only a game back from from that record wise. So lots of season left for sure. I mentioned Dayson. Let's talk about him. He beat Big T's team. Let's ride. Um, mm. Kind of shaping up a little bit. We had said Devontae Adams was in kind of a skid. Uh, he had a huge game against the Jaguars. Uh, everyone else did fine. Mooney's kind of looking up now with uh, Justin Fields being the best. So is I think I had Dayson as the faller, and then he turns around and gets a win, proves me wrong. What do you think about him moving forward? Yeah, gets the win against T. That was pretty much a given. He can't he can't catch the James Robinson game. It appears he had Gibson in there. Probably wouldn't have made a difference here, but in down the stretch, playoff implications. You know, wanting to get that right squad out there, he uh, needs to try to figure out what to do and and when to play who. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's. That's what we do here on the Scummer Sneak Show. If you say something about somebody, they usually <laughs> do the opposite. Uh, so you're welcome, Dayson. Currently sitting uh, at a good spot for playoffs. The team, uh, if it performs the way it should perform, he's always going to be in the mix there just because of the players that he's got on that team. Good inheritance there. So I like uh, I like the, the turnaround on him. I think he was on a two or maybe even a three-game skid. He was not doing good, but uh, he turned it around against uh, T. And we uh, we expect that uh, T in the past had been putting up. I think he was getting close to at least the hundreds, but maybe I'm missing. Yeah, it, he, he had a couple had a couple misses. Um, Tyler Higby put up a goose, which was kind of surprising. He's been heavily targeted, but he only got one target in that game. I don't know if he left earlier or something. I didn't see that one. Um, also had a, a doubtful designation for Josh Reynolds, and then it was a late scratch that he missed. And then um, the Panthers defense with a minus one. So just tough, yeah. tough all around for T for this week. Another big playoff implication matchup was Smith Ben 08 versus Doug. Ben was on what a four game winning streak, I think. Looking good. Yeah. And he's put an absolute stinker up against Doug. Doug had kind of his usual stuff kind of carried by Derrick Henry, um, and, and that's about it. But I got to call out Ben because he had yet another zero in his lineup on the season. This has got to be setting a record for the most lineup mishaps in a year. He left Jonathan Taylor in, and Jonathan Taylor was ruled out on, like, Friday. So I don't, I don't know why 
you just can't be making those. That's exactly. I think the overall point is that I was trying to make last week. You just can't. You can't do that. He's done that multiple times this week, where a player's been ruled out, and he just doesn't make the changes. Like you just can't. You can't do it. Sure, I guess you could make the argument that it maybe went to mattered because right. he lost by forty. But you just you got to. I mean at least we're playing i mean the guys that are trying to like <laughs> do something that we're playing players that are active at least i mean right. you can't you just can't do that and he's done it a lot this year and uh it it's just i mean i guess whatever it is whatever but yeah. just you, you, oh wait <laughs> i know you're not even listening but yeah but Doug come on. on a, i mean at some point we have to be you know I think Brandon or somebody has to, at some point has to be like, what, what's going on here? Say something about that. But so, so be it. Do nothing. Doug, a three game winning streak. Uh, looking like he's, <clears throat> you know, like we, we've said about Doug's team, if he gets the production, like he should, he's always going to be in the mix. Uh, I don't like Kyler, but he's always in the, in the running for a good 20 spot. Derek Henry has been on his normal end of season tear. Uh, and it's not even the end of the season yet. So Doug is looking good. Didn't even play his boy Tua. You know, he's got quarterback options. He's got running back options. So I uh, really, really am interested to see what kind of noise Doug can make. Uh, and we thought Ben was going to be, you know, continually rising up. If he puts up a stinker uh, back down, uh, he's going to be one of those uh, weird teams for the remainder of the year but good job Doug getting the win another matchup with playoff implications Gooch lost to Jimbo uh, we had predicted that this was going to be the blowout of the week it wasn't the biggest blowout but uh, about a 30 point win from Jimbo um, nice performance from ETN yet again and Gooch just kind of you know, stumbling along as he has all year. He had some bye week issues, so you know, wasn't his best lineup. But both these teams now sit at four and five, just like you. And again, that's only one game back from really being in that top six. And Gooch was lucky enough to get the twenty six out of the Patriots. I believe that was the number one defense on the week. Didn't get a crazy Dalton score like he was hoping for. Nice. Uh, tight end play from Kate Otten. That's mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if that's a player to watch or a name to be interested in going forward with the with the Bucks there, but Jimbo gets the win. We I would Gooch is my rising team that I'm saying he still has a chance to make it, but he's not going to do it with 113 points. Jimbo turns his ship around now two weeks in a row. It's it's Jimbo's running backs. If he if he can find himself a receiver. Uh, well, never mind. He's got 16 from Wilson, 17 from Lazard. Maybe his third receiver, if he can find some consistency there, he's got the potential to be a scary scary team down the stretch as well. So I'm liking the way that these middle uh, teams are shaping up towards the end here. They're, you know, we've said a lot, you know, teams are rounding into form or maybe they've turned it around. But I think, you know, Doug, Jimbo, and, the, and Dason are showing why that they're going to be eclipsing the likes of, uh, ben and Hesse. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the actual blowout of the week then. Uh, I had to play Eric. We had teased that I might put up a fight. 
Uh, I didn't. I lost by, I, what is this spread? It's like 150 points. Eric essentially tripled me up. 225 out of Eric. I think probably the highest score this year, at least, if not ever in our league. So he had, obviously, that was driven by the huge Joe Mixon game. If you guys saw it, he had five touchdowns. Oodles of yards. Just great Mixon game. And I also had a huge game from Kenneth Walker, who was really rounding into form, looking like, you know, he probably should have been. Uh, regarded a little higher in the pre-draft process. And, uh, you know, Eckler did his thing as normal. Justin Jefferson back in the end zone. So he Eric should have won. He was going to. He had, had a little nervousness, but I don't think that was founded. Um, but, yeah, just a massive game. Bouncing back after the loss last week. And the, the champ maybe is uh, rounding the form here down the stretch. It's very scary when you look across those points and you're – you're getting 225. He's had multiple 200 games this year. Your trade for PJ Walker didn't do nothing. I don't Yikes. know who Ronnie Rivers is. <laughs> <laughs> who in the Sam heck is Ronnie Rivers? And why are you playing him? Oh, he's he, a Charger. That's what. No, he's a Ram. Oh. <laughs> he played uh, the past two weeks when Akers was inactive. So I thought he was still going to be in the mix. And then I didn't. I, I benched Huntley because. Um, Cordell Patterson was back. So I thought Rivers was going to get like a couple of catches and he didn't get any work. So man, Phillips, one of Phillips, 18 children just let me down. That's, that is so true. It was his firstborn. Uh, <laughs> I had to go against my receivers, but yeah. Will not score another touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. You're uh there's, there's just no denying that you you're never going to really score more than 70 or 80 points a week. Uh, I've declared Mixon will not score another touchdown his whole career. I'm just one of those sneak Adamus proclamations out into mm-hmm. the universe. We'll see if I'm correct. And let me see what, uh, and then on the bench, he didn't really leave a lot of points on the bench. So I guess that might be encouraging. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's just face it. Ernie, is scary. Wade is scary. They're just scary teams out there. Yeah, good segue into that. Wade is scary. We said he was going to get upset. We said he was going to take his first loss of the season. He did not. He took care of business against Brandon, put up 167, the uh, second highest score of the week. Didn't even get much out of Clyde Edwards-Lair, Alec Pierce, or um, uh, yeah, so those two. Um, not even seven points combined between those two and still beat Brandon who put up a decent score this week, 132. Um, Brandon had injury by week stuff. So again, maybe he's feeling okay taking the loss against the number one team and not having his full roster, but definitely drops him down to, you know, like solid third um, and in a tough spot if he wants to get a bye week. So I think that's the big thing that those top three are looking for now. They're going to be jostling to get, um, you know, that week off and not have to play someone first week of the playoffs. And looks like Brandon's going to be the one kind of left out of that mix. Yeah, looking at, uh, you know, I didn't did, – Mahomes ran for like 60 yards this week. What the heck? Yeah. I didn't even – I don't even think I even watched that game. 
Uh, Clyde with three, Alec Pierce with three, and only six, which is kind of normal for a defense, but still putting up almost 170 with two major position players only combining for six points. You know, that's why you have – that's why he has Tyreek and Waddle and Josh Allen and Drake with 30 on Monday night. Holy smokes. Yeah, that was nuts. But – DeAndre Swift is a very concerning player that Brendan probably shouldn't be playing anymore once he's out of his buys. It's just they don't want to play him, it appears. Uh, and then he's never probably – let me see who else he got down here. Uh, he'll play, he'll play McCaffrey. Oh, McCaffrey, yeah, yeah. McCaffrey. I see he's great out there. I forgot about that. Yeah, so Brandon will be fine. Uh, but – Wade is clearly he was our number one team last week. He, I guess, maybe you know, don't want to tease our rankings, but we might have a tie at the top. Mm. Mm. Oh no! I guess mm. that if we're being uh, if we're being nice, we got to keep Wade there because he hasn't lost yet. But hard to keep a, a, a multiple two hundred point team out of there just with one loss. I don't know. I don't know what to mm. say. We'll have to see what happens tomorrow. It is voting day. Get out there and vote for your countrymen. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, not much to say. It was it was a good matchup. They both, you know, it wasn't like I don't know. Like I said, Brandon's probably not coming away like too disappointed in the loss. Like if he had McCaffrey instead of Swift in a normal week, things might be a little different. But yeah, just the the um, the chance at that playoff by might be out of his reach here just with only what four games left four weeks left mm-hmm. the season so um you know I, I think we're gonna be hard pressed to see eric lose another one likely and wade lose two that's what um brandon would need to get that by so um yeah anything else about any of these matchups I don't, I don't think so. We've, like you said, four weeks to playoffs, so it is in the home stretch. Super fun. Shink, let's, let's wrap it up here with Gilmore Goons. Gilmore Goons. Oh, man, let me see. I didn't watch last night. What did I watch on Sunday? Let me see here. What's happening? Uh, uh, oh, Rory is applying to Harvard. Okay. She went and had her alumni dinner. Hilarious episode. Absolutely loved it. Multiple <laughs> laugh out loud scenes. Uh, let's see. They devil egged Jess's car. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Lorelai went on a date with John Hamm. <laughs> and he was a dud, surprisingly. I thought that was going to be. I remember watching that being like, oh, this is going to be good. He's boring. Yeah, I think that's all I can remember from my Sunday watch. All right. So putting this in football terms, uh, Rory is Ryan Fitzpatrick visiting Harvard. Everyone knows that Fitzpatrick went there. Uh, Deviled eggs on Jess's car is kind of like when they put all the all the jewelry on Kirk Cousins on the plane ride home. You've seen that video? Mm-hmm. So, you know, putting a bunch of good stuff on a... Um, Kind of a beater, but hey, it works. There you go. There you go. I'm liking the connections off the cuff here. And then 
uh, Laurel, I go on a date with John Han is kind of like when the the what day or the week, not even the week, I think it was like a day that Antonio Brown had signed with the Bills and everyone thought it was going to be a good fit. And then it just didn't even happen. It was nothing and kind of like lost in the memory banks if you're not, you know, thinking back on it. The connection of Gilmore Girls and football is just something that I never thought we could ever do. And you're just doing it off the cuff of your top of your head every week. I hope everybody understands how hard that is. <laughs> That's because I'm a Gilmore goon. That's Gilmore goons, do. baby. All right, guys. Well, happy Tuesday. We're getting this one out to you on time. Since you all have been just so complaining lately about when you're getting these episodes. Like, I mean, you're welcome, first of all doing them Gosh. yeah and secondly yeah we'll be back tomorrow and um outros are hard that's what i've got to say that's all we ever have to say we'll uh we'll get it going <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone bye freaking i don't know i've i don't know the password to my wi-fi in the office <laughs> <laughs>